Hi, this is Joy B. And this is James B. And this is the Glow Your Goddess podcast. And tonight, you are back with us for a really interesting interview that we have. Um, you guys know that we are always wanting to help you glow your goddess. And what we're going to be focusing on tonight is going along with someone and listening to their journey on how it is that they have been on their glow up. And I'm hoping that she'll be able to give you some nuggets of wisdom and inspiration for you to do the same. So is this Derek Lyons? It is Derek Lyons, the beautiful <laughs> fashion designer. Fashion designer. Yeah. Great. Hey. <laughs> Let's find out. Oh, great. Let's talk to her. Hey, Derricka. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? We Very are good. good. Thank you so much for being willing to join us and, you know, connect with our goddesses that we have listening tonight. So, Derica, so that we can get a better picture of how lucky we are to have you, tell us a little bit about you. What is it you do? Hey, guys. So, my name is Derica Lyons. I am a 36-year-old fashion designer from the Bahamas, by the way of New York, now living in Miami, Florida. Um, I've been in fashion for a very, very long time, um, from actually from the age of eight. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I have a very big family. My grandmother, she's always been, uh, into crocheting and sewing and I'm actually the only granddaughter out of, I don't even know how many cousins I have right now, but a little bit over 30. I'm the only grandchild that picked up my grandmother's, uh, trade. Mm -hmm. or craft mm -hmm. of crocheting and also my mom so we're the only two in the whole family that took it with us mm -hmm. so from the age of eight i've been crocheting and i think i've been into entrepreneurship my whole life now that i think about it because yeah i've been i've been hustling my whole life in the fashion world so that's kind of like where my story began at eight years old crocheting little scrunchies and mm -hmm. you know making three bucks in you know, in, in, in primary school, or as you would call it, I think you call it elementary. Yeah. Elementary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we call it primary school in the Bahamas, so it's a little bit different. So where are you now? Now that you have graduated from making the scrunchies, what is this fashionista up to now? Well, I started my actual professional journey about 10 years ago. When I came back, I, I stayed here for a while, and I went back to my um, to my island of Nassau, Bahamas. And um, I had a friend. I had a friend that, that really, really wanted to try out a crochet swimsuit. She gave me 20 bucks, mm -hmm. and I knew, nothing, I, I knew nothing about how to crochet a swimsuit. I, I just looked on Google. And I made my first swimsuit, and that was literally the start of my professional career. And it just, it's, it's been there ever since. Um, I moved to New York City at, in 2013, which was three years after I started um, crocheting. I went here, I, I went there for a, um, a fashion show, and I fell in love. I was always in love with New York, but I fell in love with, you know, just New York, the fashion district, the art. And I decided to stay. When I moved to Harlem, I fell in love again with African fashion. When you go to Harlem and you see the, the culture in Harlem, especially as a Caribbean person, yes. walking around in New York City, you know, looking at these beautiful Ghanaian women, Nigerian women in their traditional clothing, I like absolutely fell in love with Ankara fashion. Mm -hmm. So I, I started venturing into into sewing. I had no 
clue how to sew at all, like at all, at all, at all. But I knew how to hand sew. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe my first 15 outfits were by hand? With hand stitch. Yeah, I, listen, I had this, I was living, I was looking through rose-colored glasses, if that's how they say, (laughs) because I I, I just started sewing, you know, I'm sewing on my hand, and I had this this dream, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be the biggest fashion designer, and I'm going to stitch everything by hand, and it's just going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. And then orders started coming in, and I realized that I couldn't take five orders if it's taking me 10 hours to make a dress so i i had to go and buy a sewing machine and i was petrified of sewing machines like i had one before and i absolutely didn't know how to use it mm-hmm. but i feel like i've always been the person that does things and gets things right in the moment that it needs to happen so mm-hmm. the second time i got the machine you know i caught on like nothing i caught on, i caught on like nothing and and it was just trial and error until i got better and you know here i am now doing you know doing what i do doing doing what i do and loving what i do and you know because we don't know so make it clear for all my my goddesses what is it you do i make everything (laughs) everything i make absolutely everything i make clothing um i make clothing head wrap face mask earrings thongs bikinis Mm -hmm. everything anything that you can name that has to do with fabric i do because i just love sewing mm-hmm. so i'm sorry for beating around the bush that's right <laughs> no, i mean yes I, you wanted to know about the journey anyway and kind of what it is that got you here and it sounds like what got you here from the beginning was a crochet needle mm-hmm. and then what what moved you past there was a needle needle and then a sewing mm-hmm. machine that you were afraid of but like passion yes I, and I loved what you said yeah, about yeah. the sewing machine, kind of you being able to use it and it coming to you at the time that it was probably right for you to be able to use it. It absolutely did. Yeah, it absolutely did. And I've realized that a lot in like lately, a lot in my life, like certain things, you know, everything happens in its time. Like, like, you know, like the old parable says mm-hmm. that is absolutely true because the first time it did, it didn't work out. And then, this, and then the second time it was perfect. You know, that says a lot about life and experiences. Well, it says a lot about also not giving up, right? Like, you're right. Really, like I'm terrified of this thing and I have committed to myself that I'm going to be in fear and never try it again. But you did. You did try it again. You know what I mean? And, oh, no. Yeah. That's not my spirit at yeah. all. Oh, me? I will try one million times and fail <laughs> one million times and be like, you know what? Let me try this one more time. One more time. That's right. Forget yeah. what happened last time. It, it's a it, it's a bittersweet trait to to think about in retrospect. But yeah, I was like, yeah, uh, I am. I'm not a. I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter at all. Mm-hmm. There, I've had opportunities very often, many many times, to just give up, and I could have given up, and I could have went and did, you know, be a nanny, wash somebody's dishes, you know do something but I you know I made a promise to myself that I would never you know not with all the talent that God has given me in my in my fingers yeah not with the talent that he's given me I I can never work for another person again Hmm. I have to lose I have to lose my hands and God forbid that ever happens so no before you you know as long as I have as long as I have my hands as long as I have 
my brain and my my motivation and my my artistic imagination mm-hmm. i will always be a designer an artist passionate about what i do because it's in your spirit it's in your blood yeah i'm not i'm not giving up y'all ain't about to send me about to corporate nothing America, <laughs> Nothing. Nope. <laughs> well, that brings me to my my question that I actually have for you, because I know it can be tough, and sometimes it can even be kind of scary choosing to do things on your own and choosing to do things your way. So, what is it that drives your passion to keep you following the vision that you have to never be in corporate, to work on your own, to be your type of creator? What drives that? Taking care of my family. That's it. Mm. Nothing else. Nothing else, nothing else, nothing else in the world at all. Taking care of my family, not just my families and my mom or my dad or my partner. To know, taking care of my family, the mm-hmm. ones that have it, the ones that don't, the ones that love me, the ones that don't. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, that's what drives me to make sure that my family does not have to suffer anymore because we, we've suffered a lot. <laughs> and I have a great family, you know. That is what drives me every day. My, my Grammy always says, and I don't know if I should say this. I, I hope none of my cousins ever hear this. <laughs> but my grandma always says, Boy, Derrica, you know, use my favorite granddaughter. She said, ain't nobody else like you. Say, because I already know when you straight, we straight. And <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So and she that- always tell me I'm a favorite, but don't tell nobody else that. it sounds like what you were saying before is you're never moved by fear you're never driven by fear but what you are driven by is love yeah i love a lot Mm -hmm. i have a lot of love in me (laughs) Sarah, that i I love that we were just actually sitting here reading something um by don miguel ruiz he wrote the four agreements but i was reading the circle of fire and one of the prayers and one of the things that he was talking about was um, the prayer for love. And he talked about us as humans, how we can be in this space of being used to living in fear, used to living in scarcity, but we were actually not meant or made for that. We were meant and made to live in joy and to live in love and to just give love and receive love. That's the whole point of this experience. So you're cultivating that experience for you by connecting all that you're doing to loving your work, loving others, and making sure that they're having joy in their lives. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not always been that easy to to even say those words because it's been very hard. My journey has been extremely, extremely, extremely hard. Mm-hmm. But I've always said to myself, I've always said to myself and to other people, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes my execution may not be great, mm-hmm. but the thought process going through it <laughs> was was very sincere. I've always, yeah, I've always done everything with a good heart, even though I may not have excelled at everything that I've tried to accomplish. But I've, I've always, I've never done anything in malice mm-hmm. or from any places of, of negativity, even though sometimes I can be a, a pessimist. Oh, I can't remember the, the saying, but it's basically, I am kind of my, my biggest critic. I can oh. sometimes be my biggest critic and I can sometimes talk back in myself. I've learned to appreciate that I am amazing AF. I'm not gonna <laughs> I am dope. I have talent, you know, and yeah, I, I just gotta learn to live with that. I <laughs> and you can you own that. You own that. And that's like that's a big thing in terms of 
what we have to do as goddesses, our self-talk has to be different. Sometimes yeah. the talk that we're getting from other people, we can take that on as if it is a truth instead yeah. of the truth that we know about yeah. ourselves, that we are yeah. the bond. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, a lot of questions we have to ask ourselves is who's telling me this? Is someone else telling me I'm no good or am I telling myself? Mm -hmm. And do they yeah. have the power to tell me that I'm not good? And what am I doing telling myself I'm no good? Mm -hmm. And so you take that power away from other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, there's a lot of times where, you know, I've learned throughout the years that sometimes it's really good to just keep quiet about you know you always see the memes and the quotes you know don't talk about you know your movements mm. because energies because when energies are not aligned it can always you know it can intercept so sometimes you may want to do something and you open your mouth about it and then someone else doubts it and they may not even openly doubt it you know verbally but they may doubt it in their mind and doubt it in their heart mm -hmm. and that doubt just kind of goes on to you and you don't even know where that doubt came from and then all of a sudden you just you know in doubt so yes yeah you know what i yes. think that there's always going to be somebody who's doubting what we're doing for one reason or another it could be because they don't want you to succeed because they haven't succeeded or they just operate off of a space of things are very hard there's no way that this person is going to do that and I think it could be that that negative energy is out there, but that's the reason that we have to do a lot of stuff to kind of protect ourselves so that no matter what is there, it doesn't have to, um, I guess, permeate my spirit and my work. Whether you say it to me directly or not, I have to continually fill up my cup with something that is positive to align with my spirit's kind of highest good for me. So yeah, I can protect basically protecting your peace you have to protect your peace you yeah. have to go you have to go around and continue to be positive no matter how many negativity arrows come at you you have to protect yes. that energy ball around you you have to continue to just exude positivity and light and, and and joy and brightness and once you do that like it doesn't even matter how much coming at you like you're good you're good but Keep you on. know if you don't learn which I've had to do. If you don't learn how to just tap yourself on the back, like pat yourself on the back. If you don't learn how to do that yourself, mm -hmm. like you won't be able to protect your peace. Like you have to, to, to talk to yourself real good, you know, hype yourself up, be your own hype man. And yes, you continue to, you, you'll definitely continue to go. Cause I've been, oh, I've been going. <laughs> so you had spoken a little bit earlier about how some things have been pretty tough and not to get into like, all of the specifics, but what are some things that you have maybe experienced as a challenge or a roadblock, but you realize that they were actually opportunities? Entrepreneurship is a very lonely, lonely, lonely world. Mm. Yes. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think, oh, I have $2,000. I'm going to start a business and I'll be rich in six months. And, you know, I'm going to have all my friends, you know, going around with me everybody's going to support me and then you realize when you become an entrepreneur people doubt you even more mm -hmm. you know you expect they always say you never you never go to you never expect your friends and your family to be your first it'll be it'll always be a stranger like we we lose a lot of friendships when we become entrepreneurs because we have to put too much into our businesses yes i i think that for a long time i think i only had like mostly a social media type of friendship i didn't have any actual real connections mm -hmm. so i was a, i was a bit depressed 
Mm-hmm. I was a little bit depressed. I went through depression for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think the loneliness mixed in with me being in a different type of weather mm-hmm. really made it hard for me to get past a lot of things in my um, in my business. But, you know, that's not here or there because I'm here now in Florida. You know, I made a decision to move and to, you know, try to get my energy back and, and be better. But depression and loneliness was my two biggest struggles. Yeah. In this, in this whole thing. Well, let me ask... You were talking about a lot of people that you thought would be on this road with you, maybe currently or are not. And that would, you know, obviously attribute to the loneliness, which can attribute to being in a depression and things like that. Thinking of things being a challenge and then being an opportunity, do you feel like it was an opportunity for you to recognize who was going to be in your corner, to recognize who people were in this journey? Yeah, I, I I have, let me tell you something. I have absolutely no doubt who supports me from who don't, who doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it shows. It definitely shows. I have a friend and she's a very good friend. I have, I, I have two great friends, but one specific friend started out with me as a disgruntled customer. <laughs> and four years later, she's my biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. Um, she will drop money on my products any day of the week if she has it. You know, I speak to her every day, and I actually love her. I've never met her, but I love her. She's mm-hmm. like one of my best friends, mm-hmm. and she supports me, and I can tell. And then there are people that will, whoo, yeah. There's some people that that smile, but they don't really want you to win. But yeah. luckily for me, I've encountered more people that wanted me to succeed than than people that wanted me to fail. fail yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've been I've been lucky to not have that many haters, but also I've not gotten that popular yet. You know, maybe when the popularity comes the haters. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you've made it. Like, oh look I have even more haters. I must be real good. <laughs> oh oh I'm making some money now. Not everybody wanna you know everybody wanna talk some talk some, some trash. Yeah but you know, I've been lucky I've been lucky to be I've met in my journey, especially since getting into Ankara fashion and sewing, getting into a specific Facebook group that I'm in with a lot of big mode, like big, amazing black brands and black people that do business. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been, I've been very, very um, blessed to, to meet a lot of influential people, mm-hmm. especially in the black community, especially in the black community. So you know, like I said, it's it's more positive than negative, but you know, they're they're always around there somewhere. We we're not worried about them. We're too busy. I think it beefs up your skills though, because I feel like as an entrepreneur, you really start to um see your time as quality and you don't want to spend your time and energy on people who are not right. having your best interests, who are not reliable. So we get a lot better and be able to identify. I see you for who you are. So I know if I need to really quickly move on. Or if I should invest some time in you. You know, I think we get very um, quick at using our discernment and our intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you do, Derica, with all the stuff you're always doing? You're, I know you're always on your hustle, right? What do you do to balance <laughs> your self-care and balance doing business? Or is it even a balance? It's no balance at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's some candid stuff right there. Listen to me. Listen, huh? That's candid right there. That's that's the truth. 
Let me tell you something. I am not about to paint no picture that mm-hmm. does not speak my truth for anybody in 2020. We got Corona and some crazy people running the streets. It's no <laughs> for me. There is, there is no balance whatsoever. But you know, I've learned to give myself a little bit of credit to be more gentle to myself that when I'm exhausted and when I'm tired and when I just don't want to work, don't to just don't, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes as a designer, it can, it can be a lot of pressure, especially when you deal with customers that no one understand that, you know, these products are not coming from a factory. These products are coming from a person. Yes. And it can be, it can be very, it can be very, very stressful at times. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to, I used to actually give myself more depression, stress, and anxiety because I would kill myself and beat myself up trying to push through a, a push through a moment or a space where I wasn't well to try and, you know, beat a beat a deadline or or make a, a, a make a person happy that's that's rushing me that doesn't really appreciate the time that I'm putting into my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I, I learned a, a valuable lesson from somebody uh last year. A lesson that I didn't ask for. They didn't even they probably didn't even know they gave. Mm-hmm. But I learned a valuable lesson that my time is my time and my time is precious. And if I need my time, mm-hmm. I need my time. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not negligent to my customers, but if, if I need a, if I need a day of self-care, I take that day. If I have to speak to them and, and tell them like, Hey, I may be a little late today. You know, I may, I may be able to ship out tomorrow or the day after because I'm not feeling well, mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm just not there, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of my customers, they talk to me directly sometimes. So it's more of a personal type of connection relationship. Yes. So it's like, you know, I, I'm more I'm more open and transparent with them now because I understand that in order for me to give them good work, I have to be good too. Yeah. And in order for me to be good, I need to take care of myself when I'm not good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So good work. What you're giving people is pieces of you. You know, when you're creating something, when you're putting it together, it is your vision. Whether or not you're working with their vision, ultimately, it is a creation that is manifested through you, through your hands. So if all of the parts of you that are connected to these hands that create this amazing thing are not aligned, uh, are not healthy, are not rested, are not well, they're not going to get the best of you. You're not going to get a great, you're not going to get a great product. Mm -hmm. And I can speak for myself as a designer, and I'm sure that I can speak for a lot of artists, not just like designers, but like painters, you know, sculptors. Art is mentally exhausting. Mm -hmm. Let's not even go to the physical exhaustion. Art is mentally exhausting. Mm -hmm. When we finish putting our everything into something, we may we may have only done a brush stroke mm-hmm. or twenty minutes of sewing, but mentally it's that's everything that we have. That's our creativity. That's that's where everything is birthed. <laughs> I'm a behavior. We say it different. <laughs> you know, you're trying to you make sure you say things the right way. Because we say things different there. So mm-hmm. yeah, birth. But yeah, like that's where everything, you know, starts in, in your in your brain as an artist and as an, as a designer, because I can call myself an artist. I can, I can paint, I can draw, I do pointillism. I have a lot of, 
background in in art before I even got into fashion. Yeah. It's it's not it's not easy, and and I think sometimes I appreciate my customers, even though I'm not always a hundred percent perfect because I am human, just like J C Penney and Amazon and all of these other corporations aren't. Mm-hmm. And I may I, I I made sure to say that because small businesses we get we we get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm not perfect, you know. When we put our energy into our work, we really really mean we mean it. You know, we mean it. We mean it for us. So. so with that, with the knowledge and the understanding that it's so, it can be so mentally draining and you want to be able to take care of that. And we were talking a little bit about the balance, right? Um, what do you think is something that you can give our goddesses? What's an affirmation or a mantra or a prayer or a scripture or a quote, something that maybe you hold on to that you think would be helpful for other people coming up in the same direction that you're trying to come up in? The only thing that, and I, I don't know, I don't know how this may resonate to anyone, but it resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And someone very special in my life always says it to me. Victory loves preparation. I say that to mean, you know, prepare yourself mentally, prepare yourself physically, take time out, run, run a bath, you know, throw some roses and something sweet up in there, turn some music on, love yourself. and relax and once you're relaxed and your body's relaxed and your mind is relaxed and your space is relaxed you can do so so much you can prepare you can you can be victorious you know you may not be victorious the first time you know it took me a long time to get into the space that I'm that I am at now mentally and even within my business mm-hmm. but when you continue to make things a routine in your life when you Make it a routine to get up and love yourself and talk to yourself. There, there was a time in which I need to start again. I would stick papers up on my mirror mm-hmm. and I would talk to myself. And it felt weird the first time I did it, but also praying to God felt weird the first time I did it. Yeah. You know, but as you do it time after time and after time after time again, it starts to just be so in your spirit, tell us. You know, you're not questioning it, questioning it no more. It's just like, you know, this is what it is. Like, it's a default. Wait, let me tell you something. I tell people, I don't care. I, I, I am bomb. I don't care how many flaws I have. I am amazing. What you think about me don't even matter no more. What I think about me is all that matters. And if I think I'm amazing, you can think I'm Bin Laden. I don't care. I am amazing. I am amazing. Period. Period, sis. Period. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, like, just, just love yourself. Just give yourself, give yourself a, not give yourself a break. Be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop being mean to yourself. Stop, stop putting doubts in your own, in your own mind, in your own spirit. Talk love to yourself. Mm-hmm. Play a love song. There's a lady that I know and I love her on, she, her name is Shanicia Boswell and she runs the um, Instagram page, Black Moms Blog. And she did a, she did a, a video the other day of just taking a love song and singing it to yourself and using the words instead of singing it to someone else, singing it to yourself. And I just sat there and I looked at this woman and I was like, you know what, she is such a beautiful person. Mm. No, and and you can tell that she loves herself because she exudes love, mm-hmm. you know. And 
that's what all of us women need to do. We just need to be a little bit more kinder to ourselves. I don't know why I feel like I want to cry. But we need to be a little bit more kinder to ourselves. We're not we're not as we're not kind to ourselves at all. And we need to start doing that a lot, a lot, a lot more. It doesn't hurt to be kind to you at all. It doesn't cost nothing to be kind to you. So I think we should do it a lot more, my personal that, opinion. That goes for anybody. Man, I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> really are you all? Oh, that's good. I inspired a man. <laughs> <laughs> One step for womankind. Madonna's is on here too. Okay. <laughs> well, Derica, thank you so much for giving us a peek into what it is behind the scenes for you and what it is to keep going. And I think for me, the biggest takeaway was a lot of it was about love. You're, you're telling us that you do this because you love others. You're doing this and you're giving to others, but you're giving to yourself first and foremost before you can do any of that. And that's such a key that I think all of us goddesses need to remember. Like we need to love on us before. Yeah. We love upon you. Love upon yourself. Love upon yes. yourself. That's what you say. Love upon yourself. And then, and then, and then you can do anything. Then you can love everything else, but you yes. come first always. Yes. Until you are, until you are loved internally, you cannot give the genuine love externally, whether it's an energy in anything, you know. Anyways, um, I'm I'm daydreaming now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That's great, Derek. I want to make sure. Yeah, I no, I we we love it. And I you know I love your fashion anyway, so I had to share it with the rest of the world as much as I can. Um I'm looking forward to your new site and some new additions to your fashion. What's the name of your website? <clears throat> My website is www.darkalliance.com. That's www.d-e-r-r-i-c-a-l-y-o-n-s.com. So I know you love some Ankara style, but I remember you telling me that you're kind of, you're adding a little bit more flavor to the brand. What should we expect from your site? Well, because I'm so indecisive and I love to do everything, <laughs> um, I'm umbrellaing um, everything I love under my brand name. So when you go on my site, you may see some Ankara. You may see some custom pieces. You may see some jewelry. You may see some nightwear. You know, I'm in the space where I just want to do whatever I love. When I wake up in the morning and I'm inspired to do it, I just want to do it. You don't know what you may find. Right now, there's a lot of, you know, I have a, you know, you know that I do the mask yes. and the head wraps because, you know, our girls want to, you know, go out and be popping in Dollar Tree and, and, and Whole Foods. So <laughs> I have my mask and head wrap sets. Um, I just, I'm, I'm actually launching my Meg the Stallion Savage, well, my Savage collection mm -hmm. tomorrow in denim. And I have a few other things up my sleeve for the, for the brand. I also do swimwear, but you know, if, if there's anything that you're interested in, you know, you guys can always just come to the site, check it out. If you want something specific, I'll have a way there for you to reach out to me and you can just reach out and we can chat and you know, see what beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things that we can come up with together. Yes, and I got to see this Savage Collection. I'm all about it. Let's wrap up this evening of podcast um, and so I can get to editing. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, are, again, we're very, very thankful that you took the time out because, like you said, your time is your time. 
it is quality, it is special. So we appreciate the fact that you were sharing some of that with us, but we want you to know that this time is well spent for all the people who are going to be able to hear what it is that you do to love on yourself and to glow your goddess every day. And I thank both of you for having me on here. I'm, I'm happy. I'm enlightened. I feel good. Good. I'm, yeah, this is, this is, this is great. Okay. This is great. I should do I should do this more often. So thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate being on your show and I'm excited to hear, you know, all the other features you have coming up. So if you guys are listening, continue to listen. Yeah. Great. <laughs> all right. Call it a day. All right. Joy? We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Shut it down when you walk into the room